My people from the old country, they heard the streets were paved with gold. Huh. Let me tell you something, the land of opportunity, the Statue of Liberty, that's stolen property. We all stolen property. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back. You know what time it is. It's a fan in the van podcast time. Uh, NFL free agency has definitely started off with a bang. I mean, oh my God. Um, I'll get into that in a minute because the Cleveland Browns saga is absolutely amazing. And, you know, I for one, obviously, I hate the Browns. I can't stand Baker Mayfield. But you Cleveland Browns fans are the most ungrateful pieces of trash on God's green earth. I mean, before Baker Mayfield, you guys went through more quarterbacks than strippers went through fucking dick in one night at a strip club as far as lap dances go. And you want to sit here and, you know, you want to make them feel unwanted. Again, I'm not a Browns fan. I ain't, I ain't a Baker fan, but, you know, you guys weren't even relevant till an S&T kind of came around. And then that's how you got Landry. You got, that's how you got Odell. You know, then they get Chubb in the draft. Blah, blah, blah. All right. But you guys, I mean, Cleveland going to Cleveland. Been saying it for years, and it looks like it's going back that way. And then Cleveland comes out and they say that they're going to move on from Baker and that they want a more an adult quarterback. Yeah, yeah, okay. So whether you get Deshaun Watson or not, which... You know, obviously, apparently the Steelers were in. They weren't in. Um, listen, I don't I don't know. He wanted to go there. Now, the, if Deshaun Watson goes to Cleveland, am I going to be annoyed with it? Yeah, because the Steelers, in essence, could have blocked it by just offering them what Houston, in essence, was looking for. But they didn't do it. And, you know, and in speaking of that, you know, the Steelers, for at least the next two years, you know, they, they answered the quarterback question, and it's Mitch Trubisky. And, you know, listen, there's some Steeler fans I've seen that are happy with it. A lot of people like, yeah, that's not the guy I want. Listen, Steelers ain't going to go all in on one guy. And <clears throat> it's led to a lot of arguments on Twitter that I've seen where, you know, the Steelers will never change their, their ways. You know, they'll never make that big splash. Well, they did in this free agency. That's for damn sure. I mean, they go out to get Trubisky. They sign James Daniels from Chicago. They go and they get Levi Wallace from, from Buffalo. You know, they re-sign um, a core four, which I think they overpaid for a core four. But listen, they addressed a lot of the needs so far in free agency. You know, they went and they released Zach Banner yesterday. Saves them about $5 million in cap space. They went then and signed Miles Jack. And then in return, they released Joe Schoibert, which saves you about seven point something million. You know, it's gonna be about a little over a mil in, in dead cap space there. But the Steelers are making the moves that the Steelers feel are best for that organization to become a winning franchise again and win a playoff game for the first time in six friggin' years. And I, for one, don't mind the Trubisky signing because, you know, obviously, all right, you know, he gets a bad rap for his time in Chicago, but look at who the coach was. Look at the bullshit going on in Chicago, all right? Um, 
you know, he's kind of the quarterback that I think he fits the mold of being a Steeler quarterback. He's got the arm. He's got the mobility. And, you know, he'll make the offensive line look better. But what we do need is we need to address the safety issue. And that's where Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew comes into play here. Apparently, the market's not that big for him. And any deal pretty much will get him signed. So, you know, the Steelers still got cap space and the Steelers can still get it done. But they also have to address Juju. There's no way they go through this free agency period without re-signing him. And between Juju and even Allen Robinson, formerly of the Bears, you know, people can go out there and say there's zero interest in either of the two. Listen, from one sports fan to another, never believe these bogus reports unless they're from legitimate sources. If you're reading something from some stupid fan page on Facebook, it ain't accurate. It's never accurate. It'll never be accurate. That's like everybody saying, take baseball, for example, all right? Because baseball free agency, now that, now that the season is almost here, has been hot. The Yankees, they went, yeah, the Yankees traded for Donaldson. You know, obviously they had to give up Sanchez and Urshela, and it made no sense. It still makes no sense to this day, but they addressed the first baseman issue, and you, it was either you could get Freddie Freeman or you could go and get Anthony, uh, Anthony Rizzo. They went with Rizzo. I'm not mad at it. There's Yankee fans I see on Twitter. Well, why did we get Freeman? Well, look at what Freeman just signed for in L.A. Now, if Freeman had signed in Boston, yeah, we're in an uproar. But don't forget, this ain't the same Yankees organization it was under the helm of George Steinbrenner. And Hal and Cashman came out and they said it. They said it best. They said, we're not in a spending war with the Mets. So in essence, the Steinbrenners now are going to become what the Wilpons were for your New York Mets. That's what you're telling me here, okay? And we can get into that a little bit later, or I could do that on the next podcast. Um, you know, but now I'm going to talk about my team as far as free agent signings. Giants and Jets have been very, very active as well. The, the Giants let some pieces go. Evan Ingram goes to Jacksonville, and Jacksonville's spending like they got an infinite amount of money. And for a lot of these guys, listen, they're overpaying. You overpaid for Christian Kirk. Okay, let's be honest. If you're a Jags fan and you listen, you overpaid for Christian Kirk. There was not a bidding war out there that you had to give him that ridiculous contract. Is he a good wide receiver? He's good, but he's not worth what you're paying him. But Jacksonville's also in a situation where they have to build a franchise around the franchise quarterback that they see as a franchise quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Hell, you 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 used the number one pick last year to get him, and you put him with what last year? You put him around with nothing but garbage. So this year, at least you're trying to do something, but you're over you're overspending. Just because you got all the money doesn't mean you need to go and say, hey, well, we'll throw an extra $30 million at you when you ain't worth that. You know, just because you have the money in the cap, like, look at the Jets. Jets have cap space. But the Jets went out and they signed the guys that they needed, but they didn't sign them to ridiculous contracts. And if you notice this throughout the NFL, a lot of these deals, other than Von Miller really going to Buffalo, is the only contract of, of recent days that I can recall being over three years. Because a lot of these deals, like Trubisky's deal, is two years. James Daniels' deal is like a two, three year. Even with the Jets, sign like a Lakin Tomlinson, Jordan Whitehead, you know, even getting C.J. Uzma from, from, from Cincinnati. These are all two, three-year deals at best. 
and they're not huge money contracts. Even the Jets going getting Jordan Whitehead, formerly from Tampa. These were moves I know, and I was talking to my buddy Rob about it the other night on we were Facebooking each other, and these are moves that they had to make, and these are moves that honestly he loves them because how can you not? How could you not? You address the safety issue. Yeah, you lose May to New Orleans, but they'll address that in the draft. Probably getting Derek Stingley out of LSU, if I had to guess. So for, for, for you Jets fans, other than my buddy Rob who listens, just know that we either with that first pick or that second pick he got in the first round, Derek Stingley is going to the Jets. I'm calling it now. Uh, you know, the Giants went. Listen, they had to address the backup quarterback situation. They get Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor one's interesting. Because in essence, it's somebody who is going to have to make Daniel Jones more competitive. Because Tyrod Taylor could be that guy that comes in and wows Dabble in, 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 in training camp and in preseason. And he could turn around and say, you know what? Tyrod Taylor is my starting quarterback. So Daniel Jones in this situation, you kind of got to watch your ass in this one. You know, they, they also went and they got, a, they, got a, they got a guy from, two guys from Buffalo. I think Robert Foster, the wide receiver out of Buffalo, was one. And John Feliciano. So the Jets and the Giants are addressing their needs in, in the offseason like every other team is. You know, the Raiders went, they get Chandler Jones. You know, the Ravens went and got Sedarius Smith. You know, a lot of big names are moving the teams you never thought they would go to. You know, you have an issue in Green Bay. You got Aaron Rodgers locked up for three years, but now you they put the tag on Devontae Adams thinking, okay, all is well and good. You know, we kept Rodgers. He'll play under the tag, and Devontae Adams pretty much in essence says, I'm not doing that. They offered him a contract. He turned it down. It was like it was like $17 million a year. He wants like $20, $30 million a year. Now, do I think he's over-asking? Yeah. But, again, when you're a free agent, you know your value and your worth. It's a matter of whether the team is going to give it to you or not. And Green Bay, listen, I don't know how much they got left in cap to, to get it done. Granted, Randall Cobb just took a huge pay cut, you know, to get them under the cap. That's all well and good. But can Green Bay keep Devontae Adams? And I don't think they can. And in which case, then Aaron Rodgers is going to have to sit there and be like, I just fucked myself. Because I stayed here with the hopes of them keeping Devontae Adams. Now my number one weapon is gone. That You better hope now that Green Bay in the draft addresses it and gets creative or goes out and gets you know, an Allen Robinson to replace a Devontae Adams. And that's very hard to replace in Green Bay because Devontae Adams literally can catch anything thrown at him. He's one of those top five wide receivers of this of this, these younger kids' generation. Okay, I'm not talking about my generation. I'm talking about kids that are 15, 16 years old that you know who Devontae Adams was since he came to Green Bay. So... You know, you even have, listen, even if Green Bay had to go and get recently released Julio Jones. And, and that one, that one, it, it doesn't shock me at all. He was hurt most of the year. He's a constant injury prone problem. It's to a point that if you sign Julio Jones, you're pretty much expecting, don't even play him the first part of the season because he's going to get hurt. Use him for your playoff push. That's what I would do. But the one thing I seen late last night, 
this one, so we all know the Vegas Raiders released Carl Nasbitt. You know, he came out earlier in the year and he said that he was, you know, he was gay and, you know, okay. But now the NFL has fined Vegas $100,000, I believe it was, because they're saying his release was sexually motivated because he came out openly as a gay pro athlete. And if that's the case, I, I, I'm sorry, it's fucking disgusting. The Vegas Raiders, as an organization, you're just, you're just disgusting. Because to me, if I was a Vegas, Ra- a Vegas Raiders fan, I wouldn't give a shit if you're gay, straight. I don't give a fuck. I've never cared. I don't care. You know, and to release them, and if it is sexually motivated, I think that fine is light as shit. But then again, we've seen in the NFL, you know, Darius Slay came out, and I got to agree with, with Darius Slay on this one. He's, he, you know, with the whole Calvin Ridley situation. You're finding a guy for wagering on bets in football for a full season, if not longer, in, in an indefinite suspension. And again, you've had the Ray Rice situation, two-game suspension. Greg Hardy, 10 games, reduced to four. So with the NFL, again, you know, for those who, who listened to the, you know, to a few episodes back when I discussed this, so what the NFL saying is that you can beat the shit out of your significant other. That's fine. We'll only suspend you, you know, a minimum amount of games. But how dare you? How da- and, and listen, they know they're not allowed to bet on pro sports, you know, especially in the one that they play in. Everybody's known this rule forever. Okay. But what the NFL saying is, beat the shit out of your wife. Beat the shit out of your girlfriend. Do as you please. Four-game suspension, and you can come back in week, whatever. Okay? But if you bet a game, though... Ooh, 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 ooh. That's the ultimate, that's the ultimate betrayal. No, no. And this is where the NFL, the, that this is where there's hypocrisy within the NFL. You know, the NFL comes out there and, you know, you could do this, you know, we stand for injustice. You know, you know, we, you know, we, you know, we stand for this, we stand for that. But then look what you have going on within the NFL. You know, you say that you stand, you know, with, you know, with, with certain things, where you know, you know, with social justice, you 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 stand with people who openly admit that they are, you know, homosexual. But then look at what you have going on in the NFL: the Vegas Raiders releasing Nasbeth, if it's true, because he is said homosexual. Okay, so why why is there hypocrisy in the NFL? And. Is Goodell the main reason why there is? I don't think Goodell's got, got a handle in anything. I don't think he's got a handle in a damn thing in this league. I really don't think he does. Uh, <laughs> you know, but... Was Darius Slay wrong, though, for saying what he's saying? And he's not. And granted, Calvin Ridley knew better. Okay, Calvin Ridley knew a lot. Calvin Ridley knew what he did was wrong. Does it warrant the indefinite suspension that you're giving him? No. Listen, he left the league to handle mental health issues and made a mistake. The slaps on the wrists that that they've given for more violent acts 
should be the suspension he gets. And the suspension he's getting now should be the suspensions that these douchebags have should have gotten. Ray Rice, I, I mean, obviously we haven't seen Ray Rice play an NFL game ever since that incident and pretty much has been blackballed from the NFL. Well, let's just call it what it is. You know, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott still plays in the NFL. Greg Hardy left the league and wound up going to UFC and got his ass beat, so that's karma for that. Um... You know, and even other even even other in- incidents with other NFL players, and you look at Ridley, and it's like, okay, this guy bet whatever how many games indefinite suspension, but when? But getting back to NFL free agency, though, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of these teams are not done spending. Do I think the Jets are done spending yet? No. Um, you know, Joe Douglas came out. He said, we're not going to spend like, you, you know, you know, they're not going to spend, you know, crazy and, and, and make themselves broke going and getting every piece that they need. Cause a lot of these pieces they could address in the draft. They could address off. They could address offensive line in the draft. They could, they could address defensive line in the draft, you know, even getting another wide receiver later in the draft. And that's what a lot of things to steal. A lot of Steeler fans think that, you know, I got asked now, who do I think the Steelers take with the 20th pick? Well, now you have Trubisky locked up for two years. And, and this is the way you got to look at it. Trubisky's not going to be here for 10 years. Trubisky's going to be here for the length of this contract. And I'll tell you why. Because now if Malik Willis, who I doubt is going to be there, because Carolina's going to be looking for a quarterback, Seattle's looking for a quarterback, and Seattle's interesting. Before I get back to the whole Trubisky thing and the Steelers and the 20th pick, Colin Kaepernick went to, to Pete Carroll and, you know, whatever discussion was had there, and Pete Carroll came out and said, yeah, I think, I think Colin Kaepernick deserves another chance in the NFL. Whatever you think of the guy, personally, okay, put that to the wayside here. The fact that he hasn't played since, what, 17, 18, whenever his last game was, and he's still in football shape and still NFL ready, and your team like the Seahawks, your team like the Panthers, your team like the Saints, you know, you're, you're a team that's in desperate need of a quarterback, and you're looking at this draft, and it's not really quarterback heavy. Why not take the chance on a guy who's four or five years healthier than a Jameis Winston or a Mariota or whoever else is out there? Or a college quarterback who may not be NFL ready. Think about that. It's time to take the 2016 incidents and the kneeling and put that to bed. Okay? It's time to do it. And it's time to give Colin Kaepernick another shot in the NFL. It's just time to do it. It's just, it's just uh, you know, like, like I constantly say, as the world evolves and sports evolves, your mindset has to evolve. You have to mature as the league matures, well, as it tries to mature, because obviously it can't mature because you got fucking douchebags doing douchebag things within the NFL, and it's never going to change. Same thing the NBA, but whatever. And But it's just time. And what better way for the NFL to say that we stand with social injustice and, 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 and we're all about equality and we're all about this than letting Colin Kaepernick sign to an NFL team. 
you could think that, that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed from the NFL. And I can understand why you say it. I think, honestly, it was just teams that just didn't want to deal with the backlash from the media. And I'll say this. If the Steelers were in desperate need and they didn't go and get Trubisky, and let's say Trubisky had already signed, let's say, to the Giants because he was rumored to go there. And let's say Tyrod Taylor wound up going to, let's say, Miami to back up to a tongue of Viola, which that's where Teddy Bridgewater wound up going. And let's say Mariota went to Indy. To be the starter there, since they don't have a starter, even though I think they should give the, give Jacob Eason a shot at, at starting for this team. And let's say Jacoby Brissett went to Washington, and there's nobody left. There's nobody left. And Tomlin's hard, hard on the fact that I'm not starting the season with a rookie quarterback. Being a Steeler fan, I would have taken Colin Kaepernick. There's some that wouldn't, and I know there's a lot that would. But I would have. But going back to the whole, the Trubisky 20th pick with the Steelers, because with the 20th pick, if Kenny Pickett's there, the Steelers are taking Kenny Pickett, and Kenny Pickett is going to be groomed to be Ben's replacement. Trubisky is just the stopgap before all this happens. Because with, with Trubisky, a quarterback, your playoff chances are increased. As opposed to having Mason. It, it, it's just statistical fact. Yeah, Trubisky started more than, than Mason Rudolph has. But again, Trubisky isn't this garbage quarterback that everybody thinks he is. He was just in a shit situation with a shit team. And now he's going to a structured organization with a winning mentality with an offense that hopefully Matt Canada can get right with this quarterback. Now, Trubisky goes to have an amazing two years. And let's hypothetically say, you know, we get to two AFC championship games but fall short of the Super Bowl twice. Do I think they keep Trubisky? If they do, it's only because they didn't take with the 20th pick a quarterback sitting there. Everybody wants Kenny Pickett for one reason. Because Kenny Pickett played at Pitt. Keep the Pitt guy in Pittsburgh. Listen, I get it. I watch Kenny Pickett play quarterback. He's a good quarterback. I've seen Malik Willis tapes. Malik Willis is going to go before Kenny Pickett. Matt Coral is coming off an injury, which I think hurts his draft stock. Could Matt Coral be there at the 20th pick? If there's a team that says, ah, you know what? We'd rather take our chances with a Mariota or a Winston or get in the Garoppolo sweepstakes or get in the Baker Mayfield trade talks. Then Matt Coral might be there at 20. But when you look at the... Now that Baker Mayfield's going to be put on the open market. Okay? What are you getting... For a former first a first overall pick that played like a six-round draft pick. Cause you're not getting a first round pick in in you know to you, you know, Cleveland's not gonna get a first round pick to get rid of Baker Mayfield. And if they can't find a suitor, then Cleveland's gonna have to be stuck with by playing Baker Mayfield. And what does that do for team chemistry? 
is going to be shit. Cleveland trading for Amari Cooper wasn't a bad move. It's a bad move because of who your quarterback is because he can't utilize anything that's around him. You know, then the, then Cleveland goes and releases Jarvis Landry w without trying to get anything for him. And you could have got a third or a fourth round pick, or dare I say both. You could have got, got a third and a fourth. Maybe a third in this year and a fourth in the following year. But you did what the Jets did with Le'Veon. You just let him walk and try not to recoup anything. With Baker, all you're going to get at best is a fifth round draft pick. That's all you're going to get. So, if you redid that draft, Cleveland and Cleveland Browns fans crying in your little bucket hats, all right? Now see what Baker has done for you for the past four, four years. Would you have drafted him now? Would you have believed all the hype going into the 18 draft? Because I told every single person then, Baker Mayfield was overhyped and he pretty much is a 2018 version of Johnny Manziel. Difference though being is that at least with Baker Mayfield, you were semi-relevant, one, and two, you were at least a wild card playoff team, if not third place AFC North finishing team at best. That was before the emergence of the Bengals. Now, you're just a fourth place back in the gutter Cleveland Browns team with or without Baker Mayfield. Cleveland started to move forward, and now they're moving backwards again. It's just what Cleveland does. It's just what Cleveland does. It's what Cleveland's always going to do. And until Cleveland decides to either A, sell the team to a smarter ownership that's going to bring in the right pieces to Cleveland, Cleveland's going to be nothing than the AFC North's biggest bitch. You know it, and I know it. Agree to disagree, I don't care. Now, somebody had asked me with Mitch Trubisky, do I think we're a playoff team? We're a playoff team with Trubisky. Without Trubisky, it would be a break-even year. It would be either one. It would be either one win over five hundred or one loss under five hundred. Because Mason will win you some games, but now we don't need to know, and now we don't need to worry. And for people sitting there saying that Mason still got a shot at beating out Trubisky. You didn't give you didn't give Trubisky this contract to ride the bench. You brought Trubisky in to start. So you're a fool if you really think Trubisky's going to play second fiddle to Crimson Chin Mason Rudolph cuz that shit's not going to happen. That's not happening. But as we go into what is it, day three, day four of legal tampering, as they like to call it. I just like to call it the free agency period. Um, wait and see what happens as far as more signings. Do, do the Steelers get Juju to re-sign? We'll have, we'll have to wait and see. And the next one we'll discuss more, you know, we'll discuss more Major League Baseball, obviously, Mets, Yankees. And, uh, you know... 
Obviously, more NFL. Maybe I'll get into a little bit of basketball as that's starting to heat up now. So, to the next one, you know, obviously, this is the part where I, I thank everybody again because, you know, it's just what I do. So, everybody already knows who I always thank. So, you know, I, obviously, my buddy Rob for always listening. Um, you know, 1420 Sports is always, you know, everybody who retweets, you know, Torch the Poet. My guy over there always doing his thing. So, and to everybody else, there's too many of you to list. And I don't really have a lot of time to go through every name. If I did, I'd have to stop and re and record another one to do that. So, um, to everybody that listens, you know, as always, you know, it doesn't go unnoticed. So, till the next one, stay safe. Peace.